I just got stuck in a bogey train. Again with another episode. Jeez. How was the weekend, guys? How was Thanksgiving? Let's hear it. It was great. We'll great get it. Well, actually, Jengs, we'll get we'll get into it. Uh first, I want to hear uh Noah. Noah, how was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, was, I think you were you were all was, up and up and down the East Coast. What, I had I had a great Thanksgiving. I went out to uh um Tua. To, Tua. To, how about Tua? Shout out to that guy, making me a lot of money recently on uh on the uh, old sports book. Um, uh, Bogey Train does not promote gambling, but gamble responsibly. <laughs> yeah, do not. Only gamble what you're willing to lose. Gambling um, problem? Call 1 800. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't have to give that Hilton disclaimer Head. because we're not sponsored by DraftKings. So. I went, I went or to Hilton. anything. Have you heard of that place? It's got like a really Where? cool beef. <clears throat> it's Hilton Head? Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard of Hilton Head. What were you doing on, at Hilton Head for Thanksgiving? I, I went to Hilton Head, South Carolina. I have some family friends out there. Shout out to the Pattons. You're probably all listening right now. Um, they made me some pulled pork and some smoked turkey. We had a nice Thanksgiving. Um, I played some golf down in Hilton Head as well. Um, shot a smooth 81 and then made my trip up to Lynchburg, <laughs> Virginia. Lynchburg, where I played, nice. Where, where I played both disc golf and regular golf in the same day. Okay. Uh, wow, there's so much to unpack there. First no, of all, what you th- what'd you shoot in disc golf? So my loyal, my loyal Instagram followers will know that I shot a 98, which if you know anything about disc golf, you know that that's pretty bad. I had, I had three holes where I took a nine on and I was trying the whole round until like the last three shots. Like I wasn't just like, oh no, I'm just going to throw this up the fairway and hope it gets in the basket. Like Mm -hmm. I'm out lining my shots up, (laughs) picking different discs to make sure I think that I know what they're going to do. And then I just get nines on the I don't know. I I don't know how it happened. Word on the street was the course you played was basically Beth Page Black, but for disc golf courses. Is that accurate? So when you sh- when you show up, there's literally a sign that says this course is for skilled disc golf players only. <laughs> what was then, the uh, what was the course then, called, Noah? And then me and my buddy proceed to go to the farthest back tees you can play, and took it two and a half hours to play the round. Um, it, the course is called New London Disc Golf Course. Um, recently built? Eh, I don't think it was that recently built. A couple years ago, maybe. By New London, New London Tech. Yes, New London Tech. That's the one. My bad. It's I built thought it was going to uh, be called Bluff Page Back. Dude, it's probably harder than Beth Page. Dude, honestly, never been to Beth Page. Sick though. Oh, it's it's incredible. All the all the tee pads are like actually turf, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, the baskets are super. Hopefully, nice. it's not MetLife Stadium turf because you could tear an ACL or two. I heard it was the it was the Metrodome turf they used actually. Oh, okay, that's not even all right. Turf. RIP. RIP Metrodome. The Hubert H. Humphrey Dome. Yeah, now replaced by – actually, we don't need it. We'll get into that. But the, uh, the baskets are super nice. Um, it's designed by Mr. Six-Time World Champion Paul McBeth to all Paul our – beast Paul McBeast. Yes, to all our disc golf uh, players and viewers out there. Um, I learned a couple things that day. I learned that – You suck? Uh, <laughs> I learned that I'm a lot – I learned that I'm a – 
not only am I worse than I thought I was at disc golf, but I'm a, a lot worse than I thought I was at disc golf. And I guess you ever had that kind of golf. day with golf? I didn't. I didn't learn that much. Never. All the time. Usually, usually I show up to the golf course. I'm like, wow. I didn't <laughs> That's know so I was funny. This <laughs> Both of you answer at the same time. <laughs> Noah, never. Jags, all the time, dude. <laughs> I literally, every time I show up at the golf course and play good, I'm like, wow. I didn't know I was this good. Is that oh, what you were thinking after the 81? Yeah, it was a good 81. Noah, did you know that Nick and I used to play junior golf tournaments with a current uh, disc golf pro? Can I guess? Oh, no, dude, I do know. It's Ezra Aderhold. Yeah. He uh, is shout out. ripped. <laughs> Holy He's crap. ripped, dude. That man, that man can fill out a t-shirt. Let me tell you. <laughs> and then some. Let Looks me like tell he's wearing schmediums out there. Yeah, actually. <laughs> He's like six foot. He's wearing like triple XLs and they're still Hulk bursting after he throws like, a dip. Shout like out to Andrew Holds. For all <laughs> our just normal golf listeners, like imagine, you know, Brooks Kepka when he's no. wearing like the tight t shirts. Imagine, and his no, are just imagine The Rock. I was about to say, imagine, yeah, imagine Rocky Balboa and The Rock. He, I mean, he's big, no. but he's not like built like The Rock. <laughs> he's pretty strong. He, is, he can chuck a disc. <laughs> Here's what I don't get about disc golf is like, so I can hit a golf ball like 300 yards, no problem, problem right? That's like up there with I don't the believe pro. that. It, I'll just, well, just take, just take my word for it. I'll, I'll show you sometime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like if it's like really downwind and downhill. But <laughs> the uh, the professional disc golf guys are throwing discs like 600 feet. Okay. Just for reference, six hundred like, feet. That's like two hundred yards. Right, they're throwing these. They're throw, it's like one hundred and seventy-one meters, approximately. Just for reference, um, but that's like a throwing, that's like a easy five iron. It's like that's like a jump on eight iron for me. But for reference, they throw them six hundred feet, right? Um, and I'm out there full run up, like I'm sprinting to these tee pads, doing like a half twist and just uncorking my body's hard as I possibly can. And maybe my disc goes like 280 feet. Like I'm not getting halfway to the distance. Yeah. He's like, you that, watch, he's got, okay. I've got a, I've got a legitimate <laughs> question. Is that so technique? Is that technique or is that like pure strength? It has to be technique, but I don't understand. Like I, I can throw things like I'm not, I'm not like bad at athletic stuff. Like I'm pretty coordinated, right? I can throw a ball to my buddy and I can. Throw I don't know. A I've played. I've played football catch with you. That was tough. Football catch. And you, and you broke to just catch. Well, I yeah. Really I mean, it, some people you think all oh, catch. You think you think baseball. I mean, I haven't done that in decades. Um, but for comparison to what Noah's saying, you know, they have their par fours are usually like somewhere between eight hundred fifty to like twelve hundred feet. Um, and Noah's out there throwing at two sixty. You know, that's yeah. like, no, that's like a, on, a, on a good throw. Yeah, that's like having, you know, a guy playing a PGA Tour course and you have, you know, a 500-yard par 5. Par 4, even. Or par 4, yeah, 500-yard par 4. But the, the person playing is only hitting the tee shot 125 yards. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, then, and, then, and then not only that, you imagine you're doing this all through the trees. So if you yeah. miss a little bit left or right, it goes about 20 feet instead of – 250. Yeah, you're, play, you're playing like Augusta National, but you're only hitting the ball oh. 25 off the tee. You're just hitting through the woods at your local woods. 
That is actually that is actually a pretty good way to reference it. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, Noah, your favorite, uh, just a, a Thanksgiving dish that really jumped out. Yeah, okay. Um, smoked turkey. I haven't had smoked turkey. I don't think. Yeah, ever. that's a, that's a W, that's, you know, I, right. I, I haven't, I don't know that I, I mean, I haven't had that on Thanksgiving. I've had smoked turkey in yeah. general, but that's, that's a, that's a nice touch. That's, that's effort. It's the correct, I think it's just the correct way to cook a turkey. It just delivers. Uh, Nick, I noticed you didn't put out a poll last week about our, uh, Mount Rushmore's of Thanksgiving dishes. So are you just conceding that I had the best Mount Rushmore? No, I think I I think I won, frankly. I that's why I didn't put out a poll is because I thought it was pretty clear that I had the best. I mean, and I'm, you know, I think your opinion is the same as a lot out there that ham is greater than turkey, but last couple of years I've had some phenomenal turkey on Thanksgiving and I think I've come back around. I think I'm I think I'm back on the turkey train. I, I will say this year was probably the first year in the history of all my Thanksgivings that neither of the turkeys that I had were dry. Like both were nice, moist turkeys, you know, cooked perfectly. Exactly. I didn't have a dry turkey. So it was actually a really good turkey year for me. That's good to hear. Yeah, that's great to hear. You never you never know what you're going to get when you, when you get the turkey in front of you on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's the thing. Like a turkey is kind of like a flop shot. But a ham is like a bump and run. Like, not as much can go wrong. You know what you're going to get. But like a flop shot, if you screw it up, you really screw it up. But if you execute, yeah, that's it's – that's nice. <laughs> yeah, sure. Am I right? Uh, no, I liked, I, your, I liked your swing you posted on Insta too. I, was, I love a good flop shot. I yeah, the nice us. little – I didn't notice you took it so far outside on your backswing and just kind of steered it back in. But. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little wolf action. He Please. actually stopped. He actually saw my swing years ago and was like, "I need to copy that." And then he did, and all of a sudden, he made it on tour. So, well, your swing the- actually used to not look like that. Um, it didn't look like that, but you also would hit it like two fifty five. Yeah, so I don't. I, whatever, I don't know whatever what- made you start taking the club way outside. And the thing is, your hand path, your hand path is pretty normal. It's yeah. not like your hands go yeah. way outside. Your hands are pretty much normal, but the club it's, is way outside. It's all the wrist action. But you you started hitting it a lot farther. Like, you know, we hit a pretty similar distance now. As much as yeah. I hate to say that, I just start. Yeah, you you're like maybe within fifteen of me on a good shot. <laughs> I just started. I started eating my Wheaties when I got to college, and all of a sudden, like. Dude, no, I have a video of you from I think your sophomore year. We're hitting yeah. the track, man, and we're swinging all out. You got just as hard as you can swing a driver, and it's like like two sixty. It's right? like it's like one forty one ball speed, and like yeah. and it's like two fifty four total or something. I remember, <laughs> I remember, I remember being so frustrated that day. I'm like, yeah. what am I doing wrong? Yeah, I remember. Uh, and then like a month or two later, I went to a different indoor simulator place with my brother and I was figuring out how to like sort of optimize. I was basically just in a track, man, hitting up on the ball as hard as I could. And I got one that went like 322 and I sent Noah a video and I was just like, just completely straight face deadpan. I was like, you wish you could one time in your life hit a golf <laughs> shot like that. And then it just, I just cut off the video. That's what I sent to you. That's, that might be, that might be. The turning point. Yeah, that might be the that might be the moment. Like I probably you probably just didn't reply. You probably left me on red. And then you were just (laughs) 
steaming out your ears. I just I threw I threw the AirPods on. Da 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 da. The Rocky yeah. music. And then you're hard. like, then you're like, man, how do I hit the ball farther? And then all you did was yeah. start watching Matt Wolf clips. <laughs> yeah. My swing just took a 180. <laughs> Classic. But Jenks, did you see that? Did you see the twirl? I, that was a nice twirl. I did like that twirl. I uh, when I'm on camera, it's just second nature for me now, and that one was pretty good. I was I executed that day. So club club twirls for me are just second nature. Like no matter what, like I'll yeah, I'll shank funny. one, I'll shank one, and I'll club twirl it. The, does that make the shank better or worse if you club twirl after it? I I think it's uh, just a way to poke fun at yourself. Like if you're in a tournament and you just hit a god awful shot. Like, okay. you know, I, you got a, you got a hundred yeah. yard wedge and you leave it 50 yards short. Yeah. Like if you club twirl, it's just your way of showing your appreciation. That's well, yeah. And, and you can't, is. and you can't just like start slamming the club and get like super mad. Cause then it's just awkward for everyone involved. Like you just gotta, yeah. you just gotta make a joke out of it. Yeah. If you, you know? club twirl, you can kind of laugh that off. It's like when you're, you know, uh, you hit a terrible putt and you just start like walking it in and it just falls in. Like you just got to make a joke out of it. Did I uh, did I tell you guys about the guy I played with in club golf like a month ago? The club thrower? Did I already bring oh that gosh. up? Oh gosh. No, I don't think so. Oh my gosh. So like we're all, we're on like the fourth hole of this club golf tournament playing in South Atlanta. Um and this guy we're paired up with me and the other other Georgia guy, we're paired up with two Tennessee guys. And this guy on like the fourth hole like hits this drive. Right, and it's like not that bad, but kind of he kind of like leaks it out way right, and he's already like bogeyed the first three. He turns around, yells an expletive, right, and throws his driver probably eighty yards, and just starts walking after it, right, and continues to do so on every tee shot for the rest of the front nine. Which oh just my! That and then and then yell and throw, but but he was good. Like he really he really delivered the club on plane and really got the wrist action correct to get some good RPM. Um, just, you know, it, do, it doesn't matter. Throw it into the cart. You throw it over by a water hazard. The, one of the best club throwers um, I've ever seen in my life. That reminds me of, uh, when I coach in the spring. I thought you were going to say another story. Cause I'm going to talk no, about another story. No, that but it last, reminds me of. last year at our region tournament. Um, so I'm coaching, these are all high school kids. Uh, and there's this school that has never had a golf team before until last year. It was their first year. So they're at the region tournament and I'm, I'm standing up on a tee box, Nick, I'm standing on eight yellow tee box. Okay. And I'm watching uh, this kid walk up three yellow fairway. And he, I watch him swing. He chunks it and he does like the, the happy Gilmore club slam where he like jumps in the air and really gets into it. He walks up to his bag, like picks it up by the handle. Like he's carrying it in his hand, walks up (laughs) to his shot, like 15 yards ahead does the same thing, slams the club again. Uh, and then at this point, he's right next to the green. <laughs> Except he's not hitting a pitch shot. He's aiming back at one yellow green. So this kid is like 150 yards offline playing up the wrong hole. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He wasn't even on that hole. And He's uh, less, he, literally two holes over. Yeah, yeah. He, he chunks it again. And at this point, I'm sitting there talking to one of my, my players – and you just hear this kid let out a scream. He just yells. He's like, Gah! And I look over and he has his bag over his head. 
and he like tilts a little bit. All his clubs fall out. He yells again because his clubs fell out. Proceeds to throw his bag twenty yards, oh. and then has to has to go pick up his bag, walk back to where he was to pick up all his clubs, and then walk to the green. That's that to me. That to me is the funniest part of people that like do stuff like that. Is like, okay, it was kind of cool that you like slam your club, whatever. But now you have to go pick all your clubs up one yeah. by one. Yeah, it's like, like this, the walk of this shame. guy. This guy like hucks his driver eighty yards behind us and like just continues walking towards it. Because he knows he has to go pick it up. Like, what's the this point? Is, this kid shot a 237, by the way. <laughs> the putts just weren't falling that day. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, just, just, it, it just burned a few <laughs> edges. There's nothing you can do in your short game's ass. Yeah. Um, no, the other story that uh, Jengs, I said, it reminded me of. Do you remember the first year we played the two-man? Yep, at Brookings Country Club. Yeah, so the second day is a Chapman format, and it's it's sort of like alternate shot, but you both hit a tee shot, and then we both play from each other's tee shot, and from there, you pick the best one and alternate. And I think Whoa. between the two of us on the sixth hole, we alternated for a four-putt. I think, I think our third putt for bogey was probably like a four-footer, and uh, you missed it, and then... Uh, the, the putter ended up somewhere 40 to 50 yards away. Yeah, I threw it but, back towards my bag, but it was it was probably a good 40, 50 yard chuck. That was that was hilarious. It, it really took the uh, um, took the edge off the situation because that was just funny. We, <laughs> we fell apart that day. We played it so bad. <laughs> and then Andy was just sitting there watching us and just turned Classic. around. <laughs> Actually, was he there? Didn't he have to go back? Didn't we leave a wedge on the last hole too? Didn't he have to go back and get a wedge? Uh, that, uh, considering how that day went, yeah, we probably did. Uh, gosh. Um, as far as uh, Thanksgiving goes for me, I had a, had a couple different Thanksgivings, which is always a uh, um, you know a perk of having a couple different families to have Thanksgiving with. Um. But yeah, just had some phenomenal food overall. And uh, if, if if I had to shout out anything, it would be the stuffing. Uh, the stuffing was was unreal. Obviously, mashed potatoes are mashed potatoes. They're always gonna be uh, always gonna be a goat. But I I wasn't always a stuffing guy. But the last few years, I've come around, and this year it was it was in peak form. So how was the uh, green bean casserole? Oh gosh, that was good too. It's always good. I mean, you, it's hard to it's hard to pick anything. And then the homemade pumpkin pie. There was some coconut cream pie involved. There was, Whoa. yeah, it was. Uh, it, I was eating good. So, um, all right. So I know this might be a touchy subject, but I I know my Vikings got it done over your Patriots, and we don't. I'm just going to be the bigger guy and we don't need to talk about that. So, um, that said, sure? how, that said, how was your Thanksgiving evening, Jaden? My Thanksgiving evening. So the time that I was at the Vikings game. Oh, let's shoot. Yeah. I, yeah, it was, Wait. it was good. It was good. Wait, um, you were there. You were there in person at I the, was there at in the, person at the bank. Yep. 
At the Hubert um, H. Humphrey Dome? No, the U.S. Bank Stadium. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. You know, it was really good, minus the part where I spent uh, approximately nine hours in a car. But yeah, uh, it was it was really fun. You know, I'd never been to a, any football game. So to get to see a Patriots game uh, was was really fun. That's sick. Uh, and it was it was a great game to go to. You know, it was pretty high scoring, especially after, you know, the the Vikings only scored three points the week before. And the Patriots only had Patriots three only points on offense. Three points on offense the week before. Um, it was, you know, it was really fun. Um, yeah, McCorkle was swinging it, was slinging McC- it around. McCorkle was slinging it. Dude, what do you have, like 386 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 382, 386, something like that. He, he's he been looking really good. Um, Actually, really and, not, on, except for that game. Yeah. Well, no, he looked, he looked good in the Jets game. Uh, Didn't they score three points? Yeah, on offense? It was also like 40 mile an hour wins. They weren't throwing the ball a whole lot. Um, but yeah, but regardless, we, we did that really without our top wide receiver. Myers got hurt the first play of the game. Um, so he wasn't really playing a whole lot. Damian Harris got hurt early in the game. Um, and so yeah, that was, it was all fun though. Couple couple bad missed calls in there, you know, some missed face masks, some missed holding on the kick return, uh, things like that. You know, probably a touchdown taken off the board that should have been a touchdown. You know, I was going to ask about that. I didn't know if we need to get into uh, the NFL officiating segment of this show. <laughs> but uh, I definitely see how, according to the letter of the law, that could be overturned. I was, I was kind of shocked it was overturned. I, I see both sides. Um, you know, just kind of looking at the big screen live while I was there, you know, you could really see, and I'm sure you can see the same view on TV, but when he hits the ground, like obviously his hand is underneath the ball. And then as he kind of continues turning, the hand kind of comes out a little bit and the ball touches the ground and then he loses control. So I, I mean, I could really see both sides of it. Um, you know, I, I wasn't shocked. Kind of the first thing I said to some of the people around me was like, yeah, that's, that's going to be overturned. Like they're not going to keep that. So, uh, that, that one wasn't really surprising to me. Um, you know, the defense for us having a really good defense didn't really do their job. You know, they, they let Justin Jefferson do Justin Jefferson things, which is not what we needed. I know you're not a Vikings fan, but it was pretty fun to see him have a game like that. It was great. You know, there was a couple, right? It was right at like the end of the second quarter, I think, where there was that drive. He had a like a 35 yard catch and a nice 18 yarder. I was actually in the bathroom for those, so I didn't get to see those. Shoot. But uh, I did get to see a couple other nice ones. Uh, there was one that he kind of caught it right in between two, ven- two defenders and got hit as he caught it and held on. That was pretty cool. Um, you know, getting to see him. To see the whole team actually do the gritty on his touchdown in the first quarter was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, you know, it was, it was fun. That's good. Um, okay. That sort of brings me into one of, one of the other, uh, topics that we have to discuss, but I think we got to get some, uh, some business matters out of the way first. So, um, all right, I'm going to touch a little bit on pro golf news, you know, as much as there can possibly be over uh, the Thanksgiving weekend. But uh, there was 
a DP World Tour event, which I have no idea why, because they just had their season finale the week before. Um, I don't know the name of the guy who won, and that's as much detail as I'm going to go into on that one. Uh, and I saw uh, shout out to I have no clue because I don't know who's in the field. Okay, yeah, I don't think we need to go to, to go down the leaderboard on that one. I say I was just wondering. I was like, why is there even an event? Because wasn't it just one week before that it was the, the DP Gilbert World Tour Open? Yeah, what is that? What are uh, we doing? South Africa, here? I think. Yeah, South so, Africa, Johannesburg. Yeah, that's. Uh, Looking at it right I now. can't believe I'm talking about that event. Ooh, frankly, Bezhead was in the field. Oh gosh, we're not doing this. <laughs> uh, anyone else? Romain Langescu. Okay, uh, the Australian PGA was probably a bigger event this weekend. I think Cam Smith ended up winning. Uh, I think that's accurate. I saw Minwoo Lee was in the mix. I think he ended up like tied third or tied fourth. Shout out Minwoo Lee. Uh, but as far as that goes. Um, and also I've realized we never touch on uh, women's golf. Is that, how do you, how do you guys feel about that? I like women's golf. I don't really know a whole lot about it, but. No, the weekend before Lydia Ko won uh, the season long race for the um, LPGA. I think she's – I don't think she's number one in the world, but she had a uh, – she had an awfully good year. Yeah. That's just not as much of my forte. But uh, – Noah might have to be our resident live and women's golf uh, <laughs> guy. I mean, if you want me to cover both the powerhouses in the golf world, I can. Well, uh, Lydia considering, is number one in the world. You don't want me to oh, leave she some is for number you? one in the world. Okay. All right. Well, considering Noah probably couldn't tell us who won the Masters in 2017. Um, mm. I'm not. Was that, uh, was that period, dude? Nope. No, that was Sergio, wasn't it? Yep. Another live Sergio head. Did, I mean, Sergio Nick, did not win the Masters. Nick and I did do this once he did. where we went back and forth naming Masters winners from like present day back until like 1997. So. Was that the year that he spazzed out in the bunkers and got like some penalty strokes? Well, it was probably around that same era, frankly. Okay. Um, let's see. Any other news? Well, first of all, Tiger withdrew from his own event, the Hero, which is sad. He's not playing. After, didn't he release the statement saying he was like that was the one he was going to come back? And well, play? he, he was pl- planning to play that, also the match, uh, and the oh, father yeah, son yeah. event. He's still playing to play the other two, but he pulled out of the the hero. He's, he he uh, he cited plantar fasciitis as what is that? <clears throat> something in your foot. Yeah. Yikes! That's gross. It's a foot thing. No, it's just uh, like the tendon on the bottom of your foot is like inflamed or something. Oh. Uh, but TGL announced a few um, or a couple new participants in that. Uh, that new golf league that's going to be on Monday nights, I think, I think it starts in 2024. But um, so the first two that were announced were Tiger and Rory, obviously because they were um, part of the part of making it happen. But they just announced that Justin Thomas and John Rahm are both going to be involved with in TGL. Bob's Burgers, let's go. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, the Rom thing shocks me a little bit because, um, you know, he was a little bit friendly towards Liv, but 
committing to TGL pretty much dispels any any chance that he would be involved with Live at all because sure. TGL is in partnership with the PGA Tour and it doesn't start till 2024. So um, I think Rom is with the PGA Tour for the foreseeable future. That's the yes. way I interpret that. That's definitely a long-term commitment. So I would expect you'll see John Rom sticking with the tour for uh, for a little while. Rambo. That's good to hear. How do, are you? Are you just devastated, Noah? Um, crushed, really. Distraught would be a good word to describe my emotional state right now. That's fair. Exasperated. Ooh, Is that a good? Uh, <laughs> Other news coming out of Live, actually. Uh, I might have to find this. I didn't have this prepared, but... There's something about Greg Norman in the news. Well, I think he's going to be out as the CEO or whatever. Okay. But other news is uh, Bryson uh, <laughs> came out recently talking about uh, his diet that he had during in 2020 when he was really beefing up. Um so at the time, it was more of a story. So his breakfast was four eggs, five pieces of bacon, two protein shakes. His mid-morning snack was a protein bar. His lunch was peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a protein shake. On the golf course, he would have three protein shakes. After the round, a snack and a protein bar. And for dinner, he would have steak, potatoes, and two protein shakes. Yeah, so I mean, you're telling me that he's saying his diet of 10 protein shakes a day wasn't sustainable? Well, and he recently is- came out and said he, he, he sort of reversed course as far as his diet goes and said he, quote, felt weird. He's now lost 20 pounds. <laughs> he felt weird. You don't say. Didn't he say something, too, that he was having like a... Uh, like mental health issues and bodily function issues. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, didn't, he probably, didn't he probably part. wasn't taking a number two for quite a while with all that protein going in. I was taking 10 was, a day. Yeah. He yeah. probably was taking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Out constantly. Here's he what I don't understand. Just constipated to all belief. That here's what I don't insane, understand. Dude, who needs that many protein shakes and protein bars? Well, here's what I don't get is I've been doing the same book. It's the same diet as him, and I haven't gained a single pound yet. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You're not hitting He's it following as far a either. whole thirty diet now, which includes the consumption of whole foods, the elimination of sugar, alcohol, grains, and dairy. That's what Bryson's on. Yep. So we just can't eat anything. That is hilarious. Well, he can. He just can't have sugar, alcohol, grains, and dairy. So what's left? Uh, protein. <laughs> I think just I not at the level, hopefully. But I thought I found that awfully hilarious. Uh, he said that diet in a month. made him, quote, feel weird. <laughs> so I thought that was quite honestly Shock. one of the quotes of the week. Yeah. That's a shocker. I look like I'm 20 again, not 35. <laughs> I look like I'm 20 again, not like a thumb. Dude, he was like the Bob's Burger character. He just didn't have a neck. No, no he, he was, was like, like the, he was like the thumb from Spy Kids. Yeah, you ever seen Spy Kids? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. I was saying, you ever seen the thumb? Dude, that movie gives me nightmares. Those thumbs are scary. Dude, I honestly haven't seen the whole thing. My wife's a big fan. She's trying to get me to watch. She'd appreciate that shout out. <laughs> the thumbs, dude. They walk around like they're huge. Yeah. Thumbs, like, oh, uh-uh. Bryson before Bryson. 
Here, I need I need to interrupt this this uh, this segment for a quick uh, other segment. Um, this is something I got in the mail today. Um, so this is not a political podcast, but if you don't know, in Georgia, there's another election. So the election was so close. Oh, the runoff. We have to do an election again with the same people, right? So I just took my mail out, and I had about 18 cards telling me to go vote for people, right? And then I got this one, too, that says, can you read this or is it backwards? This well, says I mean, voter. we can read it, but considering I'm, uh, well, the two yeah, of us are the is, only one who are going to see this. This is great podcasting that he's showing us a <laughs> yeah. sticker that nobody <laughs> else can see. If you're, on, <laughs> if you're not watching video, just skip like a minute ahead, all right? You, you all understand this. That's literally everyone. <laughs> but this says voter, and it has a big smiley face above it, right? The smiley this emoji. Says, this says non-voter and has a big frowny face above it. And my question is, I don't know if they want me to vote or not. I'm just kind of confused. I think they want you to vote. What, how is, what's confusing about that? It would make them happy if you voted. It would make them sad if you didn't vote. Frankly, you know what? Uh, I don't think we need to get on, into that. On the back, it says studies show that voting makes you happy. There's no way. I doubt it. What study are you... Honestly, I bet there's people that don't vote because they just don't pay attention to anything that are happier. So, just wanted to to get your your thoughts on that, but... Well, thank you for the PSA. Voting makes you happy if you're... Voting equals smiley face, non-voting equals frowny face. According according to uh, the Georgia propaganda... If you're looking to be sad and upset the rest of your life, don't vote. That's you're probably not even registered to vote in Georgia. No, I, I can't vote down here. I voted oh, so for Augusta. Wow, that's I voted for Augusta National. You should take that up with the ACLU. <laughs> All right, back to back to the main storyline. Moving on. Uh, uh, quick, quick TGC tours update. All right, I'll, I'll throw, throw it over to James. Uh, so last last week was the what was it called? The Chubbs Peterson Memorial. He's <laughs> he's the club pro here. Chubbs Oops. Peterson, club pro here. Chubbs yeah. Peterson, you know, guy with one hand. Honestly, uh, he could have he could have been Snappy Gilmore before Snappy Gilmore. Uh, uh, finished t eighteen uh, at forty two hundred par. Winning score was at fifty. Trending, trending in the right direction. Absolutely trending. Had scores of uh, 10 under, 11 under, 12 under, and then 9 under. So pretty consistent. No rounds in the 50s last week, though. Uh, so kind of disappointing. Almost got there. I was just kind of looking at the the stats for the event. So like I said, I finished T18. Um, so looking at stats, I was 64th in Eagles. I had three Eagles. I was 64th. I was 10th in Birdies with 38. Um. I was 13th in bogeys, had two bogeys, no others. Uh, This is kind of the shocking stat. Finished 18th place. I was 85th in putts per hole. Oh. I averaged 1.48 putts per hole. Got to go back to Greensman, man. Yeah. um, uh, The leader was at 1.29 putts per hole. So that's 0.2 shots lost per, uh, per hole putting, which is not good. What's your guys, uh, what's your putting, um, 
rating at? It's like mid eighties, low nineties. It's pretty okay. High. Okay, so you just suck. Yeah, I just suck. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Driving stat, I was ninety four point six fairways in regulation. That was good for sixteenth. Oh my gosh, that's like every fairway. How wide yeah. were they? They were pretty wide last week. And greens and regulation, 90.3 greens percentage uh, was second. So I was hitting a lot of greens, not making a lot of putts. But that all adds up to 42 under. That all adds up to 42 under, baby. Um, Pretty solid. Pretty solid showing. Also, last week was the promotion event. You know, you play your four rounds. If you play well enough, you get promoted up. And I played approximately 11 holes. I was one under through 11 holes and I quit because I knew at that point it was just not going to happen. Uh, I would have ended up needing to shoot 39 under to get promoted up to kinetic through that. So I just, I respect, quit. I respect that quitters <laughs> never lose. Yep. I did not lose. Who knows? Yep. I could have shot. I could have gone 57, 57, 57. I bet coach we'll would love to hear that. We'll never know. Cause I never finished. So just like, uh, yeah. just like nine over through 10, just like, you know what coach, I don't want to play the rest of the round. <laughs> So I am still on CCA. I did with my 18th place, get one promotion mark. Yeah. I'm one third of the way to moving up the natural way. There we go. This week. Wait, are you on, wait, what are you on CCA? CCA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. This week we have the Beirut shootout at the Al Barsha Sands course. Um, You're saying a lot of words and I'm not comprehending them. Yep. Yep. Uh, for the week, I sounds like a live total, event. Shot total thirty five under. Well, we'll see hey. where that gets me. Uh, in the first round, I shot nine under. Currently, has me in a tie for seventh. Three shots off the lead. Um, All right, that's not if bad. If I do, if I do end up making the cut, my round, my third round was a fifty eight. So it will be my first round in the fifties on the new game officially. If I make the cut, there you wow. go. Um, and then I guess kind of to wrap it up, I'm currently 241st in the world of TGC Tours. So top 250 in the world ranking. Just goes to show how solid I am at this game. You know, there's... <laughs> that's, that's weird. I was 240th last night. In total, there's uh, 12, 15 tours. Each tour has uh, an average of about 130 people. So you're looking 130 times uh, 15 is quite a bit. Uh, and so I'm sitting in a good percentage. 1950. Yeah. So I'm top two, I'm 241 out of 1950 ish. There right. we go. So, so we'll recap this week, next week. I kind of looking at the scores. They're a little bit higher. Mm. So I'd expect that I'll probably make the cut. Um, what are you at? What were you at through two rounds? Through two rounds, I went 17 under. That should, no, that, should round two. that should be safe. I would think so. So I'll I'm thinking maybe 25th. Probably won't be enough for a promotion mark, but you know, we'll see. We'll see if that 58 in round three can jump me up any somehow. All right. Well, good. Uh okay. So you went to your first NFL game. Uh so that kind of brings me to our debate of the day. So best sporting events to attend. Um, Easy. Okay. You know, there's, there's a lot to, there's a lot to throw out. Um, so we should, you know, we could just go over some of the best 
we've Easy. been to some of the best we'd want to go to that's like bucket list and just um you know maybe get into it about what what would be the best event to go to so all right can i go first yeah go for it have you ever been to the WNBA? no i haven't all right me neither i just was that's i was just wondering <laughs> just wondering okay i'm not one of the 10 people in the u.s that has that was harsh i'm sorry 11, sorry. But hey, what if they what if they lowered the hoops down to eight feet to promote more dunking? Would you guys be interested in going then? I think they should put speed boosters I think, on the I, I think that would be a good move. I still don't know if I would go. All right, my my, my bid for best sport to watch in person is, is hockey. At almost at, – yeah, well, I mean, obviously NHL games are elite, but here – because – Atmosphere electric. Most hockey stadiums are like pretty small, usually pretty packed. Um, it gets loud in there. It's the only sport where you can get physically touching the actual like playing field. Like if you go to a basketball game, even the I mean, maybe basketball. That's not true. But but if you go to like a football game, if you're on the literally the edge, you're still like forty feet from the field, right? Hockey game, if a guy comes up into the glass, you can, like, punch him through the glass. Like, you're that close to him. <laughs> I mean, technically, if someone gets hit into the glass hard enough, the glass could shatter yeah. all over you and just spray you with... You're basically in the glass. game. I would say yeah. NBA courtside is closer. I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, how else would you get at, punched by uh, Ron at some arena. At some Anyone remember when that. LeBron James just trucked Jason Day's wife at a Cavs game? Wasn't there a clip once of a guy who like shout out Jason? The, shout out Jason in the bench. What's that? Wasn't there a clip once of a guy who like in a basketball game landed in the bench and then just like grabbed a drink out of someone's head hand and drank it and then just went back to play? I don't I don't remember that specifically, but shout out to Jason and Ellie Day. Uh, Ellie Day, what that who was uh, she was <laughs> taken out by stretcher after LeBron. Uh, Basically, was diving for a loose ball and just destroyed her. So, is that pre or post Jason Day Vertigo? I think that was post, but I'm not sure. All right, all right, Nick. What's your what's your counter argument? Okay, well, the best I've been to. I mean, I went to a Vikings game earlier this fall, so that's that's pretty elite. But I think the next step from there would be, you know, it looks like you know Vikings have over a 99 percent chance to win their division. So the Vikings are going to get a home playoff game. Again, most likely, unless something catastrophic happens. Um, so I think a home playoff game at U.S. Bank Stadium would be pretty sweet. But I mean, but the best sporting event I've gone to is probably the Ryder Cup. That was going to be my question is where would you rank uh, Ryder Cup versus, you know, uh, say a Vikings Super Bowl at the bank? I thought we were just doing sports in general. You know what yeah. I'm saying? What do you like golf? Like watching golf would be an would be an answer. You know, I didn't know we were picking actual like. Oh no, I'm thinking specific like, like things. No, like bucket list. It's like, like world, a sporting like the world event. Cup final. Like, sure, like, sure. Like World Cup final, a oh, Super okay. Bowl, right. or I, like. So I think I think Ryder Cup is 
is mm. almost as good as it gets. A home USA yeah. Ryder Cup. And you've been to one, so that's yes. why you were kind of our resident guy there. Yes. Which one did um, you go to? Hazeltine, Hazeltine. 2016. Yeah. And I, was at Whistling, I was at Whistling, James. Were you? Yeah. So I'm the only one on this podcast that's not been to a were you? Were you just there for practice rounds, though, or were you there during yeah. the... For when, yeah, for Wednesday. Wednesday oh, okay. Show. All right. I was, see, I was at Hazeltine on Sunday. Yeah, that's a different world for sure. Yeah. But it, it was still sick, even for a practice round. All right, all right. Here's one. Uh, 2000 choice, 2005 Masters. Uh, obviously at Augusta National. Or the 2022 Final Day Ryder Cup. Or 2021 Final Day Ryder Cup. Uh, Ryder Which Cup? one would you take? Uh, probably the Ryder Cup. I think any Ryder Cup. I think if you would have given the option of that versus the 2019 Masters, I might have picked 2019. That was that was going to be my next one was 2019 Masters versus 2021 Ryder Cup. Yeah, I'd probably pick the 2019 Masters. The thing with the the 2021 Ryder Cup is obviously the US played great. Uh they were all just um on a heater frankly. But whistling as great of a course as it is, like just kind of being out in the open I don't think the the roars like reverberate sort of around the property as much as some other courses like Hazeltine. Well, mm-hmm. Hazeltine was crazy. Like just it's, when you hear something happen from across the course, like not that you can't hear it at whistling, but it's just a lot more open and out there. Well, it's tough to it's it's tough course to spectate at too. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of great. Like you're kind of sandwiched between holes and. The front nine winds out and back, and the same with the back nine. So it's like you kind of have to pick a spot. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, you're you're talking about roars, and that just kind of takes me back to the 2009 PGA at Hazeltine, uh, kind of right towards the tail end of the the prime time Tiger era, and oh boy, was that place loud! Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could be. I remember sitting in the grandstands on hole seven. Um, and you know, Tiger would Tiger would make a putt on five or six, and it was just it was like a bomb went off. It was just loud from from there. And I mean, I'm sure the same would be true if he did the same thing on 15 or 16. I mean, you could probably hear it from anywhere on the course. So yes, yeah. I was at that. Um, I was there on Sunday at that uh, at that PGA as well. That was a tough day mm-hmm. because obviously little uh, little Nick wanted wanted Tiger to win. And uh, wasn't able to pull it off, but I was I was excited to see Rory back when he had curly hair and was kind of chunky. Yeah, I barely knew who he was back then, but I got a high five from him. So haven't watched no him way. since. Yeah, you washed your other hand though. That'd be gross if you didn't wash either. Hand. Yeah, of course. Like my non-Rory yeah. high five hand yeah. is for you know eating you. and eating and such. But this one is just for celebrity high fives and handshakes. So what you have, how many, how many you got right now? A couple or is just, just Rory still? Uh, Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I know Andrew Wiggins, uh, did yeah, you high five? No, I think I did, but I'll have to think about it. That's a good question. Okay. We have, okay. We're guaranteed at one though. So we are. Um, 
I guess my, my sporting events, um, you know, after going to a Patriots game at, at uh, the bank, uh, seeing the atmosphere there, I would definitely love to, to go to a Patriots game at Gillette, um, kind of get a home, home field experience, see that would be pretty cool. Um, but honestly, you know, I just, there's not a lot of sports that I really just die for. Like, you know, football, it's great. You know, it's kind of America's, America's sport, but it's not like, you know, it's just amazing to me. Like, you know, when football season's over, I, it's not like, it's just kind of like a, and who cares? Like, you know, football's over. Okay. Um, so it really, for me, it'd probably be a Masters, uh, Ryder Cup, something of that nature. Um, you know, I would love to see an NHL game. Noah, you pointed yep. out kind of yep. hockey. I've gone to a few Stampede games, and those are those are like wild. Them. And that's just yeah. Sioux Falls Stampede. Yeah, so, those are wild. Here, that's a nice play on words. Here, here's a hot take: most professional sports in America are better to watch on television than they are in person. The only exception like, there's I would definitely say would some, maybe be baseball. I think hockey is a oh wait what. Baseball can, is much better in person than television. Yeah, I would. I'd be much more likely to like just enjoy the atmosphere at an MLB game. You can't get yeah. me to sit down okay. and watch one. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. But when I'm at a baseball game, I don't watch the baseball. I'm just there because like I went to a baseball game. I. Yeah, I don't really. I don't pay attention at all. Football much better on TV. I think golf is significantly better on TV. Well, yeah, you can see everything. Because that yeah, is true, you just, but you, you but coverage. yeah, I think in in terms of seeing all of the action, yes, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. It, it, there is something about just um, watching them hit the ball in person that is. I would yeah. I would love to go to a soccer game in person. A professional, I've never been to a professional soccer game in person. I hear the MN United games are pretty electric. They have a section behind the goal where it's like fifteen bucks for general admission, and it's just this big concrete slab. And all the crazies and like wackos that paint their face go there with the, with their horns and they're like shouting and screaming the whole game, which would be really fun. Well, I mean, if you think like an MN United game would be fun, I mean, you probably wouldn't. You know, like the Premier League would be on another level. Well, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, going going yeah. to like England and going That's to just, uh, a uh, like a Liverpool or a Chelsea game. Yeah, Hypothet- Man City, Man United. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm sure those are crazy. I just like. I realistically will probably actually see a MN United game within the next couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. But this is like, we're talking, you know, bucket list stuff. Like I have, sure, I sure. have, I have one, I think, I mean, I think you guys both left it out, but it's pretty, um, final four March madness. Yeah. True. I don't think of that one because like, I don't think in a million years I'll ever get a ticket to it. So it's like in the back of my mind, it's unattainable. But that would be really fun. I mean, yeah, I was just in Minnesota a few years ago. I didn't Shout go, out. but I think, and obviously, the Final Four itself would be really cool. But the, but you know, playing a basketball game in a football stadium. I mean, as far as seeing the action, you you have a chance at having some horrendous seats. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, um, true. I think being at one of like the first or second round games, like for an upset, like a fifteen mm-hmm. over a two, I think that would, that would be, be that would be awesome to be at one of those games. That would be yeah. wild. 
I, I'm just not a huge like college basketball guy. Like I pay no attention to college basketball until the tournament starts. And even then I barely watch any of the games. See, I grew up like it's a spring break usually coincided with March Madness. And so like I would just be hanging out with my brothers at home and we would just watch all of the games like from when they started till, you know, so I, I sort of grew up with it. And it's it's kind of a a part of, you know, yeah. my my sports memories. So yeah. go well, heels. Nick, we should definitely uh, this this winter we might have to catch a stampede game. I have okay. You guys aren't gonna like this. I've never been to a hockey game. Yeah, so that's why this no. winter we're gonna have to go to a stampede. I I love that because then yeah, you get to go your first one. And I want to be there too. Man, I just don't know if I want to. Like, I'm just not interested in hockey. I've I've gotten lucky every single game I've been to, Noah. All three yeah. games I've been to, there's been some knuck chucking. Okay, I mean, if you get a fight, the, the, there's a couple big big things in hockey. You can get. If you can get a fight, obviously that's a that's a W. That's a big win. If you can get overtime, and another W because you just get more hockey for free. And if you can get a shootout after overtime, I mean, like that, then you had everything you could ask for. So if you can get broken glass, here's here's one thing about soccer that kind of bugs me. Well, okay, the way they do the time bugs me. Yeah, why they uh, count up? Well, yeah, and just at the end of the game that, like, you know, other sports that I'm used to is like, okay, you, there's 30 seconds left or there's a minute 45 left or whatever. But the way hockey, or the way soccer does it at the end, like if there's extra, if they have to add extra time or whatever, I just, it, it doesn't feel right to me. And also, you know, like USA England, for example, the fact that there can be a 0-0 tie, I'm just... That's just tough. Yeah, one of the most hyped up games of the entire World Cup, and there's not a single goal scored. I know, and I was and I was looking up looking it up online, and I saw you know there's a there's a video recap like oh all the highlights from USA England. I'm like, dude, that should be like a three second video because <laughs> there was no scoring, like, like one save. That's it. Yeah. So and maybe I'm wrong. Obviously, I'm not like a you know. I'm not a huge fan, so it's probably easy for me to see it that way. But I think I would watch more soccer. I, more soccer. I think I would watch soccer. I don't watch any soccer. I don't, I'm not going to come across like I watch soccer. I think I would watch soccer if it was a, a much smaller field and less players on the game. I think it's just too spread out and nothing happens. Like if it was, if it was soccer the size of, I don't know, like two basketball courts or something, maybe. And there's like four or five people like a hockey you're thinking of indoor soccer, soccer. you're literally yeah, you're thinking just thinking of, of indoor football. soccer do they play like fewer players as well yeah it's or like a 6v6 yeah it's probably it's probably like super fun and really exciting you're you literally sports. have you ever watched an indoor soccer game because that's what you're describing basically no no so have you um well i've been to one yeah like growing up like all, like all my friends that played actual soccer in the winter they'd play indoor yeah um Let's see. Jenks is taking a break here. Uh, I think we're coming near the end, but he said he just sent a chat. Let me read it. I'm gonna go play two holes on PGA Tour 2K really quick. I'll be right back. Okay, okay. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where was I? I had I had somewhere I was gonna go with that, but I can't remember. Oh, okay. This is talking soccer. This leads into another uh, debate. Is it 
now I don't even know if it's a debate. Maybe there's there's probably a right answer out there, but I just don't know it. Is it Qatar or Cotter? I have never in my 23 years heard someone say Cotter. See, Not I've heard I've time. heard it. I've heard it way more than I would like to. And no. I just, and I, I hope that's not the correct pronunciation because no. Qatar makes so much more sense in my brain. Cotter, dude? Yes. That's like C O T T O R. That's Cotter. Like cotton with a R. I know. That's, I mean, God. that's exactly what I would say, but I've, I've heard it. And From who? From who? I don't know. Just, I, I just heard it said both ways. Like, I, up before the World Cup, honestly, I had heard more people pronounced it like Qatar more than Qatar. But then, who, are, but who then do you hang the, up with? It's not like people I'm hanging, just like when you hear it, if it's like on the internet or whatever. But then with the World Cup, I've been hearing more people say it Qatar. And I'm like, okay, maybe that is right. And it was like a sigh of relief. But then just recently over the weekend, I heard people say it the other way. And it's like, dude, I just hope that's not right. Are we really talking about how how to pronounce cutter on this Jayden, right now? Jayden, no. you can't tell me you've ever heard anyone call it cutter it, or cotter. It's Qatar. That's uh, like the way that I was always taught was that it's cutter. See, I'm telling you, Noah. That's what I was. But I I hope it's wrong. You hope that cutter's serious? wrong? Yes, it's Qatar. Has to let be. Me, let me pull a little thing up here. There's just no way if it's if it's cutter. I will shave my head. Oh, God. Actually, you guys can hear this. I don't want to shave my head, actually. I got some nice lashes. It's generally acceptable to uh, pronounce it as Qatar or Qatar. Oh. That's uh, like the, saying. The most authentic version is in Arabic, is probably closer to Qatar. So we're. Qatar, so everyone, I hardly uh, know her. <laughs> What's that? Oh, that's guys. like saying that's like saying you can pronounce it lever or lever, but nobody you can. It. It's lever. <laughs> that's no. That's more like saying uh, you can either pronounce it United States of America or United States of America. Either way yeah. is acceptable. Like United Arab Emirates. You know, like, that's not <laughs> correct. That's like saying you can pronounce it syrup or syrup. Like nobody says syrup. I'll raise you one. That's like saying you can pronounce it wash or warsh. You ever heard someone call it warsh? There's no R in there. I've heard people say it like that. I know. I know. It doesn't, it, it doesn't, it makes me feel weird when people say it. It's like okay. I hear it and I'm like, whoa, what just, okay. what just, guys, I follow a phenomenal dad joke account and we might have to have like a dad joke of the week on, on the show. What do you think about that? Can we each, can we each give one? Yeah. Because I have one on my brain right now. Okay, so guess who I bumped into on my way to get my glasses Wait, fixed? What's, what's going on here? Jane, guess who I bumped into on my way to get my glasses fixed? When? Why does it matter when? Well, because... Just guess, guess who where, I bumped into. Where were you? He's on his way to get his glasses fixed. Where? Probably close to the glasses store. Yeah. What town? I, well, I, Watertown, I was in, I was back for Thanksgiving. Guess okay. who I bumped into on my way to get my glasses fixed? I don't know. Christy, no. Everybody. 
Oh, this was a joke. <laughs> I didn't realize this was a joke. Man, that worked out perfectly. I'm leaving. I can't. I can't follow that up. I can't follow that up. <laughs> Wasn't even a good joke, but oh man, <laughs> Jane bit so hard. I know it was perfect. Oh, uh, why? Why are we telling jokes? Because do you, do you why have, not? Do you have a joke for us, James? All right. Well, wasn't very good, but <laughs> I laughed. I laughed a little bit. All right. I thought no, no. I thought you said you had one, or do you just not so, want to follow that up? Well, I now I do. I can follow Jangle's joke up. True. Um, yes. So there were two windmills in a field, right? Have you ever seen a field before? Have you ever seen windmills before? <laughs> I live in South Dakota. I sure have. Okay. Just want to make sure you know what I'm talking about. And they were pretty close to each other. So one asked the other, hey, man, what kind of music are you into? And the other windmill goes, I'm a big metal fan. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, even though a fan sort of implies a different purpose, you know, that, like it's not like windmills are made and then they spin on their own in order to move air. It's the moving my- air. That wasn't my joke. That just that was just something that happened last week. Oh, okay. What's the that, joke? That brings up a good point to me, Nick. Um, What's that? So windmills, like you know, actual windmills, not like the wind turbines we have in South Dakota. Oh, the small, like small what? guys. Yeah, like you know, the ones that like they look like they're on, in a barn or on top of a barn. Yeah, yeah, like yep. mini golf. What purpose yeah. do those serve? They're windmills. They're like a mill with wind. Yeah, but what does the wind do? Probably powers something. I don't know. Probably probably blows and it spins. Like, what is the spinning thing for? I I don't know. (laughs) Ask me questions about the Julian versus Gregorian calendar. Something I actually know about. Don't not this random stuff. Ask ask me questions about state abbreviations. (laughs) How about I, Nick? How about I ask you the? the question of the stage that comes after fertilization of a zygote metamorphosis we don't need to get we're absolutely robbed in trivia night uh is it time to get to the other argument here um i was wondering if we want to if we want to touch on that one in this one or not oh yeah let's do it full set okay well geez because i could probably go on for hours about this all right so sporting events or about windmills I thought you were talking about our other uh, topic in uh, the debate section. Oh, you could go on for hours about that. Should we leave that for another one or, or get what? into that here? No, let's get into it. All right. Hit me with it. Well, this is something I've thought about. I've heard other people talk about it. And I've always, you know, it's sort of a newer phenomenon in recent years, it seems like. But okay. tip, tipping at counter service restaurants. What's the... What's the thought there? So like, give count- me an example here. So like you go to like, I don't know if they do this at Subway, but just like Subway as an example, like counter. Uh-huh. I got you. When- so, yeah, yeah. so you're not at a restaurant that where you have a waiter, but you just go and you order your food 
and they make it, they give it to you and you just pay at the counter. But yeah, and then they swivel the iPad around and it's like tip and then all the different levels of tip. It's like, what, what am I tipping you for? I, oh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm not for it. Not at all for it, right? And when I moved down to Georgia, actually, I went to a coffee shop the second day I was here. for coffee. Yeah, coffee morning. shop. Good example. A right? lot of coffee and, shops, yeah. Yeah, I, lo- I love coffee. I'm really on the juice right now. I was off it for a while, but I'm back on it. Shout out to caffeine. Love that stuff. Um, and I got a latte at this coffee shop, right? And she's Why got the you get a little A? She's got. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. I'm hey, as can... much a fan of a play on words and dad jokes as anyone else, but that was terrible. You can actually end the episode now. I'm actually fine with that. I'm really not in the mood anymore, honestly. <laughs> that's, that's not even good. funny. That's that just good. that's more sad than anything else. So, I'm in this coffee shop, right? Ordering up my daily cup of Java. I need to get fired up for the day. I've got to go on a big walk that morning for class. So, <laughs> I... <laughs> Is it a cooking I class? Order, I order the uh, is the plants class, so we can get into that later if you want to. But it's it's we're more we're, we're we're nearing the time limit here. It's uh it's uh let me I'll talk faster. Um, order my latte, right? Boom. She's like, all right, sounds good. She's got the iPad, and she's on the other side of the counter, which is like a big counter, and the iPad's screwed into the counter at her end, so I can't like like it's too far for my arms to reach. So she like. She had to me, ask you verbally, would you oh like to add my. Back, right? that, and I'm that, sitting there like, what do I do now? Right? So I just say, no, thank you, and put on the biggest smile I got that day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, I don't I don't need well, I don't need to give you extra money. And then she's like, Oh, great. <laughs> so she probably spit in the coffee that morning, but who knows? Jeez, that's that's one of the dirtiest tricks I've heard. Is not even just asking for a tip while they're sitting there looking at you. It's it was verbally. Crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. I do respect the workers who kind of like when they spin around, they kind of like look away to make it like not awkward. Yeah, I see that a lot. I I, I like, but th- this was a whole nother level. So, but I stood true. I stood true to my principles. If I if I'm not if I'm without my principles, who am I? You know. So. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, Jengs, let, let's hear it. What do you, what do you think here? I have a couple thoughts, but, um, well, so I've, I've got two examples here. Um, number one was just Thursday at the, at the football game. You know, you stopped by one of the vendors there. Um, and, you know, it's, I order two drinks, I order my food, and she flips the iPad around and it asks for the tip. And I'm just like, I'm so, you know, anti confrontation and, things like that that like it just makes me nervous it's like well I feel like a jerk if I just don't tip it's kind of like a I guess I can't think of the term um, like my conscience if I just have this opportunity to tip and I don't it kind of makes me feel like a, a terrible person so you know I hit like 10 percent and whatever um, but then like you know here's another example of a place that I've been to so it's in Sioux Falls um, and you go in, you order at the counter um, and then they hand you a glass. You go like fill up your glass yourself in like a fountain machine and then they bring out your food to you and like, that's it. Like, is that, is that a, just another example of, you know, like 
That, what do you what do you do there? I would like, not consider that service. They just brought your food out. I know, but like, I I, I just didn't. I, I don't know what to do. I mean, yeah. See, that's the I, thing, and I don't know why this is the way it is. But obviously, you know, wait staff positions and their pay is less because they rely so heavily on tips. You know, the the hourly wage yeah, is lower. Yeah. But a lot of these other places, like, I don't think they don't have that reduced wage. So it's, you know, it just makes me think if, if really, you know, the workers aren't paid enough and need to rely on tips, you should just increase the pay. And if that means you have to increase the price of food, then, but they shouldn't have to be, if their pay is high enough that they don't need to rely on tips, then they shouldn't be asking for it because they're not there's not that level of service, but if their pay is at a, at a level where they need to rely on tips, even though they're not providing that level of service, then you just got to increase the wage like, or, and, it, and it should be built into the food. Here's what I've been doing, Jenks. When I, when I run into scenarios like that and they flip the iPad around, I pull my iPhone out and open up Venmo and I ask them if they would like to <laughs> turn it around. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's just weird. Cause like, Never, if I was offered the opportunity to tip at McDonald's, like I'm never going to tip at McDonald's. Really? Yeah, never. The McNuggets like, are pretty fire. Like I also don't understand, like <laughs> if you if you just go to your local pub, and you know you you go up to the counter and you just order a bottle of, you know, a bottle of Miller Lite, and they just you know they pop the bottle and they set it on the bar, like, and people just tip like a dollar on that. I'm like, why? Like, that is true. They're not doing like that. all you had to do was get a bottle opener, pop the bottle open and hand it to me. Yeah. It's not like they mixed anything up for you. Like it's, it's just that a weird, true. it's a weird thing. I, think, and I know, I know my fiance is really big on, you know, like tipping appropriately. Like when we started dating, I was a very bad tipper, you know, like a 12% guy. And now I'm like a consistent 20 guy, but you made, you made moves. Made good strides. Proud of you. I I didn't think about that, but that is funny. In the, the bartending world, it feels right. Like even if I order like a yeah, like you said, a bottle or a can of something, like I feel like I should just drop fifty cents or a buck down. Like that's very normal. But if I go anywhere else, I'm against it. Like I won't. I refuse to do it. If they flip the iPad around, I'll I'll hit no tip every time. But but at a bar, it's like that's just like what you do, I guess. I, that is that's weird. Nick, did you, did you already give your spiel? Um, yeah, I don't. As far as the bar, the bar thing goes, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just odd how a lot, some certain things, it's like just uh, socially normal for tipping. But then this other, you know, at some of these uh, more like fast food style places, like it seems like it's more, it's, it's becoming more common. But it's just like, what, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Here's, here's another thought. So, you know, when you go to like a fast food restaurant or you go to a gas station uh, and then they'll ask if you oh. want to round up to the nearest dollar uh, to like support whatever cost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So do you guys ever do that? And if you do, like, what's the limit on like how much, like, cause for me, like if I'm I, at, I just don't do it anymore. I probably I'm have a few times. Casey's and I, you know, like my total is six ninety eight, and they're like, "You want to round up the extra two cents for whatever?" I'm like, "Sure, it's two cents, whatever." <laughs> but like, 
like if I'm somewhere and the the totals like nine Oh five. And they're like, you want to round up to the next dollar? I'm like, no, like, no. And I'm also like, do you, do you every say single time at Taco Bell, I, I'm just no. like, no, I'm just, no. no. Every time I go to Taco Bell, they're always asking, do you want to round up to the next dollar sport childhood education? <laughs> and like, I, do you care I, about kids? I always say no. And then I'm always with my fiance. I'm always like, I already teach these darn things for, you know, 40 hours a week. I don't need to support them any more than I already do. So I, I feel like, like is, is there that. a limit? Like if you guys do that or if you would do it, like, is there a limit that you would set? Like if it's the last 25 cents or, you know, the last 10 cents, I just don't do it. And well, I maybe have in the past, but, and there was a, there was a stretch of a couple of years in there where I was doing one of those apps that like automatically invests the like yeah um, like you changed yeah yeah i i was i was doing that for a while and uh so it was like well geez if i'm going to these places and it's automatically rounding it up to the next dollar then it's not then it's not going to my automatic uh investing app <laughs> like what about my future yeah but I, I had to stop doing that when i got into whatever but uh how much money do you think you've just like lost in change or like just given away? Like, you know, if you go and you pay in cash and you get like 72 cents back and you just throw it in your car or something. The th problem is like, n I just never pay with cash anymore. Like very rarely. I I've seen some places started doing, um, you know, every, every Wednesday before golf, we go to, we go to Willie's in town and they started having a, a cash price and a card price. So like they charge a card fee. So like, um, yeah. If if my bill would be like five twenty six if I paid cash, it would be like five fifty if I paid card. I see so that. I've, I've actually started bringing cash to some places just because I know they charge a card fee. That quarter adds up too. All right. Well, speaking of tips, you know Arnold Palmer had a tip that can take five shots off of anyone's golf game. Don't say it. Don't say it. Any racer? I just got stuck in a bogey train. Mm -hmm.